this is the Heavy Boots Podcast, a place to feel all your feelings. As a feeler, we often carry a lot with us, such as responsibilities, truth, worry, sadness, love, regret, loss, life, just to name a few. And carrying it all can make it harder to move through the world. This is why it feels like you have heavy boots. And here's where we unpack some of it. Today's episode will unpack truth. Let's get into it. When you look at the Heavy Boots logo that I created over a decade ago, you will see what fills my boots. There are so many things we carry with us, and over the course of this podcast, I plan to touch on all of them and explain what each one means to me. A little disclaimer, I am in no way ever stating the be-all, end-all way to think of these things. Currently, there are 7.753 billion people on the planet. Holy people, Batman. And so there are 7.753 billion ways to see the same thing. All of our separate experiences, our upbringing, our views on the world, make the way we look at it different. And that's the cool part. Another cool part is that there's kindred pieces that we can find and see reflections of ourselves and others. That's where community comes in. The sharing of ideas and learning from each other is magical. So when I speak my truth, which ding, 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 just happens to be the topic for today's podcast. When I speak my truth, I'm only coming from my experience. If ever it sounds to start, if ever it starts to sound definitive, just know that it's only definitive for me. Nothing I say is a blueprint for anyone else's life but my own. Sincerely speaking, I am very much of the mind frame to each their own. I only offer my experience and my views to be of community, to help others to feel not so alone if they see some of themselves reflected in me, and also a way to to have an outlet and to express what I feel and unpack these heavy boots. So as we get into the topic of truth, this one is a doozy. There are so many facets of truth. There's hiding the truth, lying, speaking your truth, what defines you, actual truth. So for this episode, I'm going to choose the speaking your truth part of truth. We'll come back to the other ones later. But today, what is true about you? That's a question of deep personal discovery. And until you answer it, you may not even know who you are. It's funny, as we grow up, We learn so many things from so many different people, and sometimes we take it on as our personality. It's only until later when we try and cultivate who we are and really dive deep into what we want to hold on to and what matters to us that we can actually even define who we are. We are the culmination of everything we go through, and It's very hard to pinpoint exactly who you are. I get that. It's a hard thing. Um, People struggle with it their whole life. But that's what I would like to not struggle with. I would like to get it down and own it 
Because once you do, it's a little bit easier to navigate the world. You're not always a chameleon trying to be, you know, what everybody else wants you to be. Trying to fit in or trying to people please, which I have done a lot of um, in my life. And I've also done a lot of just running away. So really getting into it, speaking my truth. Um, but back back to some, you know structure here. I'm, I want to stay away from politics or religion. They are definitely a part of your truth. And I, you know, I respect whatever anyone believes in, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Be who you are. Let people control their own lives as long as they're not hurting anyone. That's kind of where I'm at. And so that kind of encompasses that. I don't really want to go into those type of topics because it can get ugly. (laughs) And people have really strong opinions in that, which is great and fine. Again, as long as you're not hurting other people, um, I just don't want to go there. So that's that for politics and religion. But as far as the rest of truth, um, you really have to kind of search and see what, what matters to you. So when I look at my truth, I think of the things that I want to project to the world. Kindness, generosity, consideration, humble, um, or humility. Um, I want to learn for myself and not take gossip as the truth. Um, and so I want to, I want, kind of want to touch on all of those things in greater detail now. So that's kind of my overview of what matters. Um, and also uh, touching on mental health as well. So, yeah, we'll get back to that. But um, nothing in the belief realm is definitive to me. So I, I just want to say that even though I'm, I'm sounding convicted and this is who I am and, and very definitive perhaps in the things that I'm going to say, I also feel that it's important to be open and to be self-aware and to navigate and change, uh, with, with the world, um, not blindly, but consciously mindful steps towards change. Cause we don't have to stay the same. We can grow and learn and change. And sometimes it's, it's easier just to latch on to this is who I am. I'm not going to change. I don't want anyone to make me change and I don't care who cares, you know, and I get that. And it's, and I, again, if you're not hurting anyone, do whatever you feel. But for me, if I learn something that actually changes a fabric, a piece, piece of me, then I re-sew, <laughs> I, uh, re-stitch or what have you. I, I'll, I'll change and grow. Um, you know, there's been a lot of things lately where there wasn't any other choice, to be honest with you. It was like, okay, this isn't working. So we have to pull that stitch out and restitch in this new way. So I just want to say, you know, if you can flow with life and, and the stuff that's not, you know, so definitive, like, um, like religion or, or politics or what have you, you know, and even politics, 
and again, I don't want to go there, but you can change, you can change, you can, you can definitely see differently and, and to allow for that, I guess, is all that I want to say is that you don't have to be so set and so opinionated. It's, it's okay if you change your mind and, and if it's for saving face with other people, that's not your truth. And so just really honor what your truth is. And then also tell, tell people, tell the world if you can, because what it does is it empowers others because they see someone who changed their mind and had the guts to stand up and say, you know what? I know I've thought this for 20 years and now I don't. And here's why or what have you. Um, it really does help others to see people in their truth. And so that's why this is a huge topic for me is because, I, you know, Instagram, <laughs> different, different avenues, they show a lot of pretty things. And um, it's really important to show balance. It's I, I'm not about being a negative person. I've been accused of that in the past. It's not about that. It's it's about a balance so people don't feel alone. And so, um, you know, we're just all in this together. And, and if you only see the highlight reel of someone's life, then you compare. It's just like a human instinctual thing to compare. And so as much as we can to show the true story is brilliant. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah. So anyways, it got off on a tangent there, but so back to my truth, my big, my big deals. <laughs> kindness is a huge one for me. So kindness, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not always kind. There've been times even just recently where I have not been as kind as I want to be and it kills me. Um, I have a guilty conscience, <laughs> And the basic thing is that kindness should be the basic, uh, what am I trying to say? The basic, the baseline. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> kindness should be the baseline. Kindness is um, what we all should strive to give to each other. And my biggest hardship is when people have been unkind to me to then give kindness is very hard. And so I own that. And that's part of my truth. I'm telling y'all right now, it is not easy to be kind to someone who's been unkind. Like that is so hard. And there are people in my life that are kind no matter what. And they inspire me and I strive to be like them all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it's such a superpower to be kind to those who've been very unkind to you. So kindness is big. Kindness to me is, um, you know, do unto others as they'd have done unto them or done unto you. Well, I don't know the expression, but um, I mean, I do. Do unto others as you would have done unto you, I think. <laughs> and that's it is just, um, think about the other person in any scenario to me. It's, you know, and that's where consideration, um, kind of comes in on this as well is like consideration and kindness to me go hand in hand, because if you consider someone, then you 
see them as a whole person who deserves kindness. So you consider their feelings, their time, and you're considerate of that. Um, I've been the sorry, sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Sometimes people make fun of me because I say sorry all the time or, you know, I get out of the way when other people are taking up the lane. And I don't know, I just, I'm considerate of others, maybe to a fault sometimes. I I don't take up my own space at times. I, um, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to take up space. <laughs> That's another piece of my truth. That's just who I am. I don't want to put anybody out. And again, that's not, I'm not saying it's noble to do that. I'm just saying that's what has been ingrained in me is to make sure that I'm out of the way so people can get on with their life. And yeah, I'm working on it because <laughs> it's not a, like I said, it's not a noble thing to, to, uh, forget about yourself either. Like there needs to be a balance, um, for sure. But consideration of like people, you know, um, in your life, like if they're waiting for you for half an hour every time, that's not cool. And I've been there. I've done that. I've, I've, um, been very inconsiderate of others time. And I always try and apologize. And if I haven't, I'm sorry to whoever might be listening, but I, I'm not perfect. <laughs> so that's the other thing too, is to have some self grace um, to do your very best, but also don't beat yourself up for all the things you forgot to do, especially in the past. It's, it's in the past. And if you remember now and you want to make it right, go for it. But like, we just got to chill on ourselves. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, okay. Back to my list. I, I go off on tangents. I apologize, but I wanted this to be really free flowing and not worry so much about a script. I just have little notes. Um, generosity is a huge thing to me and I'm, sometimes I'm overzealous to give, uh, and then I don't have, if that makes sense. So sometimes I'm generous to a fault. I mean, I'm not as generous as I would like to be, but there's certain times when I shouldn't spend money and I do. And then, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay this or whatever? And so um, yes, I think I'm overcompensating because greed really bums me out. Like I can't get down with greed. Like I, I just, <laughs> it's just something that really doesn't make sense to me. There's so much in the world that, um, hoarding things of, uh, you know, is just, uh, I don't know. Greed just, really bums me out. There's been a lot of, uh, talk about greed just within families and, um, my friends who have gone through some things after someone passes away and everyone's fighting over the stuff or people are still here on this planet. And instead of enjoying them, people are putting dots on the things that they want when they're gone. This kind of thing just makes my head <laughs> boil. Like I, I would give, like, I'm going to get teary-eyed here, but I would give all the money I had to have one more cup of coffee with my grandpa, Steve, or sit with my Aita and hold her hand. I can still 
feel her hand, you know? So, anyhow, the greed thing is just something that I just don't, especially when people pass or they're going to pass and they're getting older, like to think that you're deserving of something just because they were your, I don't know, sister, brother, parent, it's, it, it's like we make our own lives. And so I don't know. I, I, I just don't know why that comes to play where people think of people as dollar signs. It really hurts my heart. It's just, and stuff. It's like stuff is stuff. Like I would give anything just for the people, you know? So like, that's where I'm coming from is like, Greed, there's enough for everybody, honestly, and I don't know. I, I feel like if you if you pass tomorrow and you have a huge bank account, did you have fun? <laughs> did you do stuff? Did you, you know, help people if you could? So, anyways, there's my tangent on greed. Um, but that goes kind of with humility, too, of like, just, I don't know, there's... There was a time when I wanted the big house and the car, the big job and all these things. And then I refocused and because I saw how miserable I was, like I was getting anxiety. I was having panic attacks, sick to my stomach. And that was because I was in a toxic work environment. And that toxic work environment was needed in order to fund the car, in order to fund the savings, in order to get a house. And most of the savings would go to uh, drinking, eating, buying things I didn't need because I was not happy in that job. And so it's just not um, a great place to start from to have big dreams is amazing. Like if you want the big house and you want the big car, oh my God, go for it or whatever, but just find a way to do it where you're not miserable. That's all. And then, you know, for me, I just want to like, that's why it's simple girl inspired. I just want a simple roof over my head. I just want to feel safe, which I'm still working on (laughs) because of previous events. But I just want the simplest things in life so that we can do things and enjoy things. And, um, and then humility is also too, where you don't flash everything, (laughs) you know, you don't have to show everything, um, as like a status symbol. Like I know in this, this world, this day and age, we, we really are shown that, you know, what kind of, car you drive, what clothes do you have? Like there's so many symbols or stat, yeah, status symbols that can get us off track of what really matters. And sometimes people like that and they're still humble and, you know, have humility and they're not showy about it. And so it's, there's all kinds of people. It's just that, you know, humility is also when you get up on stage or, or something, if you get an award and you thank everybody else and you know that you couldn't have done it on your own, like none of us get to anywhere we're going with, without help. Um, you know, even a writer who does it all by themselves, they had to learn the craft of writing from somewhere. So 
it's just a matter of, you know, having humility, knowing that, I don't know, taking a compliment is good too, because that's somewhere I lack is I'm, I'm horrible at taking a compliment. I mean, I'll take the compliment, but it doesn't seep in at all. And then I feel like I didn't do anything like, like literally the next day, it's just like, oh yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing with me. So I'm working on that too, because you should be able to be happy in your achievements and to feel good about what you've done and, and take others compliments and, and criticisms, but like to take it all on, um, and have some pride in yourself is a good thing. I guess I'm just so worried that, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I'm overcompensating on the other end too much because I've seen people that, you know, come in and they're like, look what I did. I'm so amazing. And they are. It's just that they didn't need to tell us because we could have just seen that they were amazing. So that's what humility is to me. Humility is embodying achievement, not talking about them. You know what I mean? Not, not, bra not bragging about them. I mean, sometimes you have to talk about your achievements, but, but there's a way. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so that's where I lie on that one. But, um, there's so much else that happens too in life where, I don't know, gossip and people's ability to try and shape someone into a box or, for example, so like if you meet a friend from work, you, you just started a job and you make a friend at work and that friend tells you, well, so-and-so in that office, she is such a jerk. Don't go near her, blah, 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 and, and tells you that she's so rude and, you know, all of these things and, and you're like, okay, and then you don't go and talk to that person and you actually take on the, uh, the animosity of that other person and like fling it back at the person that you don't even know. I hate that. <laughs> so, but people can do that where they're just like, Oh no, you won't like that person. Blah, 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 blah. So that's another thing that is really important to me is to learn for yourself. There have been times in my life where I've, actually gone out to lunch with a person that someone else told me was awful and I loved them. And then there was other times when people told me this person's amazing. And then I got to know him and I was like, Oh my gosh, she, you know, she or he or whatever <laughs> is, is lying or, you know, this or that manipulative. And so learn for yourself. Gossip is so stupid. Gossip sucks. And, you know, unless someone's telling you, you know, hey, that's a murderer over there, or, you know, or I've heard that person, you know, committed fraud or whatever. I still think I'm, I'm, I'm of the mind of people can have redemption too. So like, you know, it really depends on what they're telling you. Um, but others sometimes just don't jive with others, you know, like some people just don't get along with that person, but then you love them and they don't like that, you know, so it's just best to learn for yourself in so many respects, um, especially uh, mostly actually in personal relationships is to learn for yourself because 
you cannot uh, let gossip become fact. That's just a slippery slope. And it's also um, a negative, vengeful way to live. It's just not a positive, life-affirming, you know, uh, course of action <laughs> to sit and gossip. I just... And I mean, I'm not saying I never gossip for sure, like, uh, but I try and stay in fact, like, if we're just talking about, we talk about people, that's life, like, of course. But then when you get into speculation about what they should do, or if you get into, like, name calling and all of that, that that's where gossip turns into, you know, and actually, I, I yeah, conversation to me is more fun than gossip. Gossip to me is all that. Conversation, true conversation is way more, you know, um, mindful and critical. You're thinking, and, but also factual. You're, you're just talking about events, facts, and having your view on the, the, on the thing. But as soon as you, you know, scoot over to labels and boxes and names and they should and the, 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 the judgment, gossip sucks. <laughs> so, oh. Some people just don't get along, too. Like, that's the thing is, like, not trying to force anyone to be with someone they don't feel comfortable around is also another thing. It's, like, sometimes it just, you, you try so hard and you just can't be with that energy or, you know, yeah. So, anyways, um... The other thing is um, mental health and 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 hard truths. I lately it's been really a big roller coaster for me inside my brain. <laughs> um, so I was just gonna share my hard truth is there's been a lot of fear lately. Um, I mean the news. I try not to look at it, but there's still other people that post stuff, and you're like, oh man, I didn't want to know that. And there's just so much that I've tried to undo from the, my past traumatic events that gets re-triggered by all of these stories and all of these, um, yeah, I don't, and then too, I, I live kind of in the country and they've been um, trying to get rid of squirrels, I think, or or there's been coyotes, or what, I don't know, there's been a lot of animals lately, and so there's been, I think they use, like, air horns, but it sounds like gunshots, and then they also use, like, underground bombs, or what have you, and it just, my nerves, man, I, it just, I, yeah, I tried hypnotherapy last week, it was really good, but I didn't like that I wasn't in control of my eyes. I couldn't open my eyes and I did not like the feeling of that. I, I was going to go again because I always want to give things a try, but I'm giving myself a break. It's, it's my birthday month and I just, there's just so much going on that I just didn't want to do that again yet. Plus it's super expensive and, um, yeah. And so it really did help. Like, I do feel like we really went through some memories and we kind of wiped some stuff clean and it's a little foggy in there now, which is great. It's not definitive um, trauma as much. Like, I, I look back and I'm like, oh, man, she she cleaned up some stuff in there. So it's kind of trippy. 
I I I think it's great. Like it was fine. I just um I was just so nervous all the way up to it and then in it I literally couldn't open my eyes and I I was trying to figure out why I didn't want to do it again cuz I was so gung-ho that it worked cuz I it really did work. Like there there's things that are different. I'm a little lighter and I handled a bunch of stuff these last couple of days by myself in the dark long story that I would never have been able to do prior to that. So I do believe that it worked. It's just that, um, I was trying to figure out why I don't want to go again. <laughs> and it's that it's that I don't like not being in control. And so that's another, uh, part of my truth is that, you know, I, I try and control a lot of things and I, I didn't, realize that really fully until the last few few days here where you know I try it because I like to go with the flow I like to be open (laughs) there's all these things that I like to be but when I get down to it I don't like things to be different to change um day to day like I like a routine and I think that's because I can control what am I going to do today okay bam 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 and I don't think it's bad I just didn't realize it about myself. It was, um, I just thought I was so much more like loosey goosey, (laughs) like no control is fine, but, um, yeah. So that's kind of my truth. The kindness, generosity, consideration, humility, humbleness, learn for yourself. Gossip sucks. And, um, and then I was going to get into, um, mental health. Um, to me, it's very, very important that we talk about mental health. It is such a source of hardship for a lot of people right now. The last few freaking years, (laughs) the last few years have held so much for so many people. Like I'm just thinking about my group of people that I know, and even people I just connected with again and hear what they've gone through. I mean, heartbreak, like honestly. And so pair that with the pandemic and then pair that with, you know, Ukraine war and nuclear threats and all of that crap. And it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And then school shootings and, and, oh, it's just, there's a lot. And we, we have to know it in this day and age. Like, cause I mean, I try so hard not to know it. I don't watch the news every day at all, but unfortunately it's on Instagram. Um, and you hear word of mouth, you just feel, and I feel it. So like, that's the other thing is like energy. It's like you go out into the world lately and you just feel like everyone has a collective sigh that needs to come. You know what I mean? Like, we're all like sucking in our breath. We're holding our breath, you know, and it feels like we all need that collective sigh of relief of like, okay, because man, COVID has been here for way too long and people are still getting sick. It's just insane. And then all the other crap, all the worries and then the traumas of, you know, of the last couple years of people losing people or, you know, like the shooting that happened across the street for me was all mental health. Um, 
And it's a lot. It's a lot. And it isn't talked about enough. It's, it's getting way better. There's, um, on my feed on Instagram, that's like pretty much nothing but mental health stuff. Like Jewel, um, has a, a platform called never broken. And then Selena Gomez has Wondermind, and yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that's going on. Um, and my fabulous brother has Triple um, AD Athletes Against Anxiety and Depression, and so there's a lot of of movement in that space. I'm not saying that it's the same as it was, but I think it's because there has to be movement in the space because everybody has been touched by mental health in some way. It's stressful. All of this stuff is stressful. And so my mental health needs um, a better routine. Again, control, right? (laughs) But no, I need a better routine as to, you know, meditation and, um, and exercise, I think, would help too. And so those are my things. There's a great thing that my brother does in November. It's called 100 Mile November where he tries to raise money, you know, for... Um, athletes against anxiety and depression. And I'm really hopeful that my body can do that to actually achieve a hundred miles in November. It's not hard. It's like three, three point something miles a day, I believe. Um, you know, and so, I mean, it's more than I'm used to, but it's just something to strive for and, and, and it helps your mental health to get out and walk. And so that's, that's the other thing is just like being mindful and self-aware are really big deals to me. And it has a lot to do with my mental health. It's, um, you know, to be mindful, okay, that in this space, I don't feel comfortable. I don't like how I feel here. So I don't have to be there. I guess as an adult, you figure that out. Like, you have a choice and it's funny because it's just taken me until now to really not feel like I'm being watched or like I'm going to get in trouble, you know, like, like yesterday I kind of finished work at one or two and then I watched movies and, and chilled out and I, I needed that because I haven't been sleeping well and i felt like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to get mad at me. I'm going to get in trouble, you know? And so I just want to shake that as I get older. I mean, it's, it's getting shook. (laughs) I still laid and watched my movies or what have you, but it's like, you know, accountability for myself too is like, okay, well, could I have done something? Did I want to do something else? And it was like, no, I was tired. So like you have to really listen to your body and yourself and and then move with that and then own it and nobody can say anything. Like they can, they can say whatever they want, but it's how you let it penetrate you, you know? Like we don't need to feel bad about what we need. Cuz a lot of the times the the people that are making you feel bad about what you need are getting exactly what they need. They do exactly what they want. So it's just So that's the other thing is like the judging of others. I try so hard not to judge others. The only time I'm really judgmental is when people are judging me. Should I say that again? The only time that I'm super judgmental is when I feel judged or people are judging me. So I have a hard time when people are judging. And, And then I, 
judge they're judging. <laughs> I'm like, who do you think you are? Like, why are you judging others? Like, we don't, I mean, gosh, we, we don't need to be the ones judging others, period. We just don't. There's so much more we could do with our time and our lives. And I don't know. It's just, um, you know, how they say, oh, gosh, I'm always bad with these. But, like, don't throw stones with glass houses or something. <laughs> like, we're all capable of doing things that others will judge all the time. Okay? So that's fine. But why should we judge each other? Like, we're all flawed. We're all human. Make mistakes. And I don't know, like this cancel culture thing and how there's no room for redemption. Like, so if you did something bad 25 years ago and then they find out about it now, well, you must be that person because we put you in that box. And it's like, no, that's 25 years ago. This person is you know, different. And they, they regret that they did that. And now that it's back up, they apologize or whatever. And it's like, it's just a really crappy thing to like, you know, have, especially if it's like words, like if it's a comedian up on stage and they were talking in the time, the vernacular of the time. Yeah, it sucks. It's not nice. But when you own it and you apologize and you explain, I'm not that person from 25 years ago, it's like, done story like stop this cancel stuff you know and like I heard a story the other day where Minnie Driver was feeding birds bread when she was having a break I think I don't know where she's at but she's on location somewhere and she went to the pond or the lake or whatever and there were ducks and she was like oh I'm gonna feed the ducks and so she posted this cute video I just love her and there was this hashtag cancel Minnie Driver because she fed the ducks, and I guess it's not good to feed them bread. You don't know what that does to their body, blah, 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 blah. I'm totally on board to educate Mini Driver if that's necessary. Like, I think we all should tell each other, call each other out if there's something that needs to be brought up that's, like, not a good thing to do or could harm the environment or whatever. Fine. But to put hashtag cancel Mini Driver, we really need to sit back and think about that. You're taking a person's action of one day where she really didn't do anything that, I mean, so many people do that, and then you're going to, you know, drag her through the mud. I just don't understand that concept. Like, just tell her. Say, hey, you know what? Just so you know for next time, because there's not anything she can do about it. She already fed the freaking ducks. <laughs> she already did it. So instead of you know, making her feel bad for the rest of her life. How about we educate her on whatever you think is better for the ducks and then let it go. Like it's just, um, just a pointing culture instead of, uh, teaching culture. You know, like if, if you're pointing at someone and saying shame on you, explain why. And then maybe not point the finger and be like, you awful person. I mean, if it's something horrible, for sure. But, like, feeding the ducks, come on. These kinds of things just drive me nuts. And, again, I went on an, a long... <laughs> I went on a long um, tangent there. But it's basically because what happens is that when people are made to feel 
And then people get mad at me for saying made to feel. I can't make you feel anything. You're choosing to feel the way you feel. All right. Then why do people kill themselves? I'm sorry. So, like, there are a lot of times when there are bullies and there are meanful, meanful, there are mean things said to people over and over again that creates this narrative in someone's head that makes them feel like crap. And if you want to say that that's their fault for feeling like crap, well, that's harsh because words do matter. There was a point when they would say words matter. Be mindful with your words. You know, someone um, will never forget what you said, something, I don't know. But words matter. And how you make someone feel, that's what it was. Maya Angelou. People will forget what you did, what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And so sometimes, you know, energy plus words equals horrible, horrible encounters. And not everyone has the makeup to take that on, you know? And so I get upset when we call people who commit suicide weak because there's a lot of times that they were strong for so long. You know what I mean? And like they endured so much and we don't even know what they endured. And so again, the judging of those kinds of things. But so when you do judgment on social media or online, especially (laughs) for some reason it can penetrate, you know, harshly, especially younger people in this day and age that grew up with social media. It's like validation, approval. It's, it is something of source to, to certain people. And, and as much as you want to say, Hey, you are so much more than those words. If they read them, if they hear them, it sticks. It's just a really hard thing, you know? And so not everyone is a formed person before they hear that to where they can bounce it off. It's, and you know, and that's where I get really frustrated because it's not like a um, one all be all, you know, end all. It's not, nobody, everybody is different. I'm having trouble with my words, but everybody is different. And so, yeah, for you, those words might have bounced right out, off of you. And that person should have been able not, not to let it seep in. But the case is, is that it did seep in and that not everyone is as strong as everyone else. And so mental health is huge. You know, be mindful of what you say. If you said something stupid, we're human. Apologize. Make it right. Do the best you can. And, you know, if you can't say something nice, don't say something at all. And if you're going to criticize something or critique something or teach something to someone, do it with kindness. Like, It's totally fine to tell me that my, you know, chocolate cake sucked. But, like, you know, say, you know what, this one wasn't your best. Whatever. Did you do something different? (laughs) And, again, I'm not trying to make everyone be sugary sweet. But it's just, like, you don't have to be like, God, this cake sucks. What did you do wrong this time? Or, gosh, you know, I don't know. (laughs) It's just the way. You just have to stop Like, think your thought, stop, process the thought, and go, is this going to hurt them? 
oh, okay, maybe I should say it a different way. Or do I need to even say it? Because sometimes it's like, just don't say it. We're so like big about that every thought in our head has to be expressed. And it, it, it might for your, for your sanity. So go get a journal. <laughs> go write it down. I do that all the time. Because some of the crap, people don't need to hear it. And it's just for your ego. Just so you could have said, I said it. And they heard it. Well, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was a hard truth for me is that I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I don't have the go and do stuff with friends besides my mama. Like, my mom and I do everything together, and she's my best friend. <laughs> and that's awesome. Like, I'm so lucky. But it's also like well, Kelly Clarkson on her show said she doesn't trust a gal without girlfriends and I was like oh crap like gosh so then I you know you take a look at yourself I mean I do that's why my boots are so heavy because I'm constantly questioning myself and why and it made me feel really shitty and just gonna be honest and again yeah I chose to feel shitty about it but <laughs> it was kind of a definitive statement she doesn't trust a gal without girlfriends and so there's nothing wrong with Kelly Clarkson. Don't cancel Kelly Clarkson. She was speaking her mind. It's fine. But it's just like, well, not every person has girlfriends from forever, you know? And But I was also like, okay, well, why don't I have girlfriends? But it's truly hard for me to feel close to anyone because so many of my relationships have turned on a dime. Like, there's been so many times where I'm, like, fully invested and then, yeah, maybe it was my fault that it turned on a dime, but just energy or um, feelings or whatever changed. And I didn't, I don't think I had the skills to like, you know, go at it head on and like talk it out because that's what you kind of got to do is you got to communicate and get through it and past it. And then you become, you know, way better friends. But then there's some friends that don't talk about anything. They just go and have fun and they never get into all that and they never you know, get mad at each other or whatever. And to me, I'd rather have the ones where you get mad or, you know, there's stuff to talk about because that's more real. It's not on the surface, you know. But so I have some friends, of course, like I'm not, I don't have no friends, but I just don't, I don't go and do a lot of things with friends, but I'm also an introvert and I'm a little agoraphobic lately. So I have to give myself grace again, but it's just hard because I do in every relationship that has gone sour, I have so much guilt in that, like, that I carry with me. And so, again, the heavy boots. And so, like, I feel like a bad person, like, most every day. <laughs> you know, for not stepping up or for not mending fences. Um, but in this moment right now, I barely have enough energy to be here trying to do things like this trying to feel good about something to give me some kind of outlet to make me feel like I'm doing something in the world. And so I'm just going to keep focusing on this and maybe in time everything will just work itself out and, and maybe, you know, old friendships or relationships, the fences will mend. But I, I don't have a lot of energy for, for stuff lately. It's, that's my truth. <laughs> but 
I do have a lot of energy for this podcast. I love talking about these ideas and I just wanted to ramble and not make it so scripted. And I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and I'm not, this, this is not about like pity or woe is me, anything like that. And I hope you heard that. It's very matter of fact. I'm not, I don't know. There's been times when I've been, you know, people will say, well, you're just playing the victim or whatever. And it's like, I'm just telling you the facts. Like, seriously, if we deal in facts and my feelings to me are facts. So like we can work through it. Like we can talk them out and change them because feelings can be changed. But to me, it's not, it's not very nice to tell someone that their feelings are invalid because the person telling you that usually their feelings are valid, right? Just think about that. The person telling you their, that your feelings are invalid would then say that their feelings are valid. So there's a disconnect there. That doesn't, that doesn't quite work. So I just want to be really clear. I'm actively working to be okay, have better mental health, and this truly, truly helps me. And there's not any pity party being thrown about anything. It's just to talk about life and, and what I'm going through will come into play here and there. But most of it is just fact and how do you deal with it and how do you roll with it <laughs> and uh, this is just how I do it you know I'd love to hear what you guys do send comments and um, at heavy boots uh, heavy boots life on Instagram I'm going to be posting some stuff there this week and put in the comments if you have stuff to say I would love to hear it um, yeah and as Taylor Swift would sing, she uh, <laughs> she didn't have it in herself to go with grace. So there's a song called um, My Tears Ricochet. And I don't know if anyone else is freaking out like I am, but tomorrow, Taylor Swift, 9 p.m., Midnight's album drops. Anyways, um, as if she needs more publicity. But she has this song that's called My Tears Ricochet, and I love it. Um I didn't have it in myself to go with grace. And so there are sometimes when we don't have it within ourselves to go with grace. Sometimes we're really messy. Sometimes we can't do things or step up the way we want to. And it's okay. It's okay. Just want you to hear that. So with that, I will just leave you with this. Ask the question to yourself, what is my truth? What is true to you? Ask yourself and just write it all down and see what, what matters. And then even sometimes you can write like a hundred words down and then you'll be like, Oh, I don't like these over here. Circle the ones that matter. Go back and like circle the ones that really stick out to you. And start to put the puzzle pieces together of who you are. Because I think that's the hardest part for people, at least that I know, have talked to, is like from, you know, age 18 to 82, <laughs> it's like, I don't even know who I am. And it's like, I hope you do before you, 
leave the world because I feel that's what we're here to do is to figure out our specific way about life. And once we figure that out, then we know exactly how to help everybody else, what our purpose is, all of that. So that is why I wanted to touch on, you know, truth and your truth. And with that, I will say adieu. <laughs> I hope that you have the most brilliant day or night or afternoon. Whenever you listen to this, just know that I'm sending you light, love, and permission to be exactly who you are. And if you don't know who that is yet, that is okay. Just keep on figuring it out. We'll talk to you next time. Stay you. This podcast is written and recorded by Jenny Camille. The music at the beginning and the end is called Time Spent by Adrian Walther. Enjoy. Enjoy.